Welcome to the Jaden Roberts Audio Podcast. My goal is to encourage you and build up your faith with the Word of God. Enjoy. What's going on, everybody? It is your host, Jaden Roberts, back at it again with another podcast. I haven't uploaded a podcast in a while, but I just wanted to give you this podcast really quick um, while I was... While I was studying um, earlier on, um, this was just stirring in my spirit. And, like, I just wanted to um, talk about it with you. Uh, while I was, you know, meditating on it and studying on it. And I just felt led to um, make this podcast about this uh, topic. Because I feel like it will help a lot of people. And... Um, it's powerful. I've been studying it and looking at messages on it and uh, what God has shown me, man, about this topic. Um, it's life changing when you when you truly see it. So um, this is about I'm titling this four major things to know about praying in the Holy Spirit. Four major things to know about praying in the Holy Spirit. These things are very important. If you don't grasp, if you don't grasp this understanding, then you'll be ignorant and you don't, you don't even know what you're doing, you know, about praying in the Holy Spirit. You don't even know what am I doing while I'm praying in the Holy Spirit? What what am I doing? Am I just speaking some language? Am I just, you know, speaking some language that comes from my head? And I want to get this out the way that praying in the Holy Spirit doesn't come from your head. Praying in the Holy Spirit comes from the inside of you, your spirit, man, your 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 belly. The Bible says, I believe, um, in the book of Proverbs, that it says the candle of the Lord is in the inward part of the belly. And your belly is where your spirit man is. And when you're filled with the spirit, you pray out of the spirit. You your your spirit is literally praying through you. You know. And it doesn't come from your head. Scientists shows that when you when you pray when you pray in the spirit, your mind shuts off. You're not thinking about anything. You you can literally when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, your mind just wanders around. Like, it's not focused on anything. Because it has nothing to do with your mind. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, your mind shuts off. And now your spirit is being fully engaged. And uh, many people need to shut off their mind. So, you know, and be more engaged in their spirit. And that's why I want to talk about this. Four major things to know about praying in the Holy Spirit. And praying in the Holy Spirit comes from... Your spirit, not from your head, not from your head. It comes from your spirit. Number one, let's get into this. Number one, a thing to know about praying in the Holy Spirit. Number one is when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are talking to God. You are talking to God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And I'm going to read it in King James because I feel like 
the King James really hits it on the head here. First Corinthians 14, and that's begin in verse 2. The Bible says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So you're not talking to people because people don't understand what you're saying. But since you're speaking by the power of the Spirit, you're talking to God. You are talking to God. God understands you because God is a spirit. And he searches out. The Bible goes on to say that he understands what the Spirit is saying through you. He understands it. So that means, I mean, I'm going to tell the story after I say this, but. Nobody's going to understand you, but God understands you. And when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you're having a conversation with God. And you're, you're talking to him. And this can literally happen. This happened to me a couple times. That when you're just praying in the Holy Spirit, um, you can, when you pray in the Holy Spirit and you just go throughout your day. God will literally speak to you about what you've been praying in the spirit about. It happens. It happens to me many times. Because you can actually. You can actually interpret. What you say in the spirit. And not not everything needs to be interpreted, but. If something has to be interpreted and you and you feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you and he's interpreting what you're saying in tongues in English to you because that can happen you can you can actually interpret your own prayer language um he can speak to you about things concerning your life that you're praying out in the spirit not everything needs to be interpreted but on some things he can interpret it um, like for me, I'll give an example. Um, last year I was just praying in the Holy Spirit and, um, I had my blue note, my, my blue note pad out and, um, I was just praying in the Holy Spirit, just praying. And then all of a sudden these words began to come, come out of my spirit and, um, I began to write them down and, God began to speak to me about things concerning my life, about personal things. And I've been, I began to write them down. And that was an interpretation of what the spirit was praying out through me. That I was praying about. Because that's how you know it has nothing to do with your mind. You, you don't even know what to say. You know, things can be so deep that you, you, you don't even know what to say, you know. But the Holy Spirit, when he prays through you, he can be praying. <laughs> he can be praying about a whole lot of things. And it'll be best of you. It'll be best to not know about it, because if you know about it, you most likely would not want that to happen. You'll be like, no, Holy Ghost. No, 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 no. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. But that's why the Bible says you speak with mysteries. 
because you don't know what you're you don't know what you're saying. That's why it's a mystery. But every once in a while, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance on what on what he's saying and he'll speak to you. And here's the thing. When you're praying in the Holy Spirit, it's a direct line to heaven. Praying in the Holy Spirit is a direct line to heaven. You direct, you automatically get to God when you pray in the Holy Spirit. He automatically understands you. And the devil can't intrigue on that because he can't, he, he, he's not a spirit. He's a, he's, he's a flesh devil. He's, he's a flesh devil. What I mean by a flesh devil, he only operates by the natural mind. He'll put things in your mind. But you can't understand spiritual things. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, he can't understand you. Because you're talking to God. It has nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with him. And he just thinks you're just talking gibberish. You know, a story by Kenneth E. Hagin, um, he was he decided to pray for an hour in the spirit. And the devil was like, Well, you wasted an hour now. That you could have you could have just gotten your sermons ready for tomorrow for tomorrow morning. You waste you wasted an hour now. And Kenneth E. Hagin was like, I didn't waste any hour. I was building myself up in the spirit. I was talking to God. And he said, since you said that, I'm going to pray two hours. So he doubled it. He prayed two hours. And the devil was like, well, you wasted two hours now. And then Kenneth Hagin was like, I didn't waste two hours. I was edifying myself. I was charging myself up in the spirit. And he said, since you said that, I'm going to pray four hours now. He doubled it again. The reason why the devil thought he wasted it, because he didn't know what he was saying. But hallelujah, thanks be to God for the Holy Spirit. Because I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know everything. But the Holy Ghost who lives on the inside of me knows everything. And since he's on the inside of you, the Bible says he'll tell you things about the future. He'll tell you things about the future. He'll tell you it. I should read this verse again. In 1 Corinthians 14. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. You want to know what that means? Who knows? In 2019... When COVID actually, you know, began to manifest in 2020, before, before, before any of that, when you were praying in the spirit, you could, the Holy Spirit could have been praying for you, getting you prepared for what was going to happen, what was going to hit the earth.
speaking mysteries like this this deadly sickness i I curse this deadly sickness in Jesus name. I curse COVID-19 in Jesus' name. This is not going to hit my family. This is not going to touch my body. This is not going to take me out. But I shall live and not die. I shall serve the living God all the rest of my life. I have the I have the blood of Jesus Christ on on in my house, on the doorpost of my house, on every door. I have the blood of Jesus. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. No disease is allowed to reside in me. And the Spirit was could have been praying that through you in 2019, getting you ready for 2020, and then boom. That's why you're not affected. Holy Spirit was praying through you things. Hidden things, hidden secrets. He'll show you things about the future. Hallelujah. Evangelist Jonathan told a story that he was just walking. I believe he was in Hawaii or something like that. He was just walking, praying in the Holy Spirit. And um, a thought came up to his mind. Um... I curse a tumor on my on my wife's breast in Jesus' name. I curse that in Jesus' name. And he was like, what? I don't know about a tumor on my wife's breast. I don't know about that. Where, where did that come from? So he just continued it in, you know, um, he just continued to pray. And he walked. And then Ad- uh, Evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth called him and was like, hey, um, I was taking a shower and... um." I noticed that this big this um this lump on my breast and I need you to to pray for me. And then Evangelist Jonathan was like, Oh check, it's already gone. And then it was gone. See the Holy Ghost knows everything. The Holy Spirit knows everything. He knows everything. And if you get in tune with him. If you if you get close to the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost, you know, he's a person and he can be close to you. And man, he wants to be close to you. He wants to be. How close can he be? He lives on the inside of you. But many people, many Christians, man. They're not even close to the Holy Ghost. They, they don't even pray. They don't even spend time with the Holy Ghost. They don't even spend time with him and they expect him to reveal things to him when you haven't spent a single ounce of time with him how are you going to spend time with somebody in the natural and expect them to share personal things with you think about that you built you have no relationship with him and you expect him to reveal things about your future and you don't spend time in prayer and fasting and you know seeking the face of God and you expect God to show you things that's not going to happen buddy but if you make a conscious decision that I want to grow I want to have a a real relationship with God I want to grow close to the Holy Ghost so he can tell me things you can grow so close with the Holy Ghost that you don't you don't even have to be praying he'll just speak to you about things hey you know this person 
They're bad news. Hey, I want you to do this. Hey, I'm calling you to be this. Listen, listen. This happened to me literally <clears throat> um, yesterday. And during lunch at my school, uh, we was about to go to lunch. Um, and I was even praying. I was just, you know, listening to a podcast, of course. And I was like, man, am I going to go to the library for lunch or am I going to go outside? I was like, eh, I, I think I'm going to go to the library. So I was about to go to the library, but the Holy Spirit said to me, hey, go outside. I was like, go outside. All right, I'll go outside. And I went outside and I talked to my um, to my friend and I led him to the Lord and I prayed for him. If I didn't listen to the Holy Ghost, that would have been a soul on their way to hell. If I didn't yield to the Holy Ghost and say, hey, go outside. I was like, okay, I don't know why I'm going outside. And then after that, I knew why he wanted me to go outside for that for that person. So when you're when he can just speak to you about things like that, and you don't even have to be praying, but you build up that relationship that he just hits you up. Like, hey, I want you to do this. But when you don't have that relationship with the Holy Ghost, don't even expect him to show you things. Because you you're not spending time with him. He wants to spend time with you. Yes, he want he love he wants to spend time with you. But you're not spending time with him and you're leaving him out the dry. And the Holy Ghost is like, man, I really want to spend time with him, but he doesn't want to spend time with me. And when you learn to spend time with the Holy Ghost and be in his presence, man, there's nothing like it. And he'll reveal things to you about your future. So you're talking to God. You're speaking mysteries. Number two, you're edifying yourself. A better word than edifying is charging yourself up. When you're praying in the spirit, you're charging your inner man. Because your your body, that's, the body that you're in, that's not the real you. But the person inside of you, your spirit man, your spirit first, soul, and you have a body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. The spirit, when you pray in the spirit, you're charging yourself up. You're edifying yourself. The same way how you charge um, a battery, your phone, you charge it and it keeps going up and going up and going up and going up and going up until, you know, it reaches 100. Then that's what you're doing with your spirit when you're praying in the Holy Spirit. You're you're building yourself up. You're you're charging yourself. You're charging yourself. You're charging yourself. You're charging yourself. And then you'll be ready. You you you'll be able to hear the voice of the Lord. Let me show you something. Notice how people before they run, they stretch their muscles out. Before they run a big marathon, they stretch their muscles out. They get their body ready. You know. Um Stretch every muscle out so they won't have cramps and they won't have distractions and buffers along the way while they're running and it slows them down. So when they stretch beforehand, they're stretching all the muscles out so they'll be prepared when they run. They won't have to suffer 
with cramps and aches in their body, while they're running, that actually slows them down. Um, so they won't get the prize. But when you're praying in the spirit, you're stretching your spirit man out. You're stretching it out. You're stretching it out. You're stretching it out. And then all of a sudden, you you'll feel to hey, go pray for that person. And then you you built yourself up to a point where you'll just go. And you won't be held back by fear or timidity or fear of man. Because when you pray in the spirit, you're not only edifying yourself or charging yourself up, but when you're praying in the spirit, you're burning out all the chaff. You're burning out all the fear of man. You're, the, the spirit is burning out. You know, what is this person going to think about me? Nah, it gets to a point when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you fear, you feel something rising up on the inside of you and you don't fear anybody. Nobody can do the work of God at a low battery. Because you don't have anything to give out. You can't be used. Notice how you can't use your phone when it's low. It's literally about to die. So you put it on the charger until it gets to um, full battery and then you use it. When it's dead, you can't use it. When you're depleted, you need to get replenished. What did Jesus do? Jesus, often, you see Jesus pray. Go after he did a miracle. Go by himself, pray. Literally, Jesus' prayer time was his charging station. Every time he did a miracle, uh, say you, he fed um, the thousands with, you know, bread and bread and fish. After that, he had to go. He had to go in the mountain for a while and recharge and replenish, and then go back. Because Jesus, he he knew this. I can't. I can't operate at a low battery. I can't do it. So when when I'm full, then I can give out. Notice when when you're not full, you're not able to give anything because you don't have anything. But Jesus had so much of the anointing by prayer. Often he was praying, going by himself to pray. And then go back and pray again. And then go back and pray again. And then go back and pray again. That was his charging station. So if Jesus needed to pray that much, how much more do we need to pray? Jesus, the little son of God. If he had to pray often, how much more, how much more do we humans have to pray? I heard a I heard a preacher say uh no prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. Your prayer life is everything. So when you're praying in the spirit, you're you're building yourself up. You're you're charging yourself. You're stretching those the the you're stretching yourself out. So you won't be detoured when you're running the race. Paul says we're running a race. Hallelujah. We're running the race. For what? To to get the internal prize. If people prepare their body, Paul said, if people prepare their body, stretch out, get fit, eat eat right. 
if people do all that preparing for a freaking natural prize that will eventually fade away, how much more do we need to do the same thing for a, for a prize that will never fade away? An eternal prize. Strip off, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, let us strip off every weight that slow, that's so easy um, trips us up. That so easily weighs us down. Let us strip that off. Strip that garbage off. Jesus is coming soon and we need to run our race. There's no time for this, for distractions. There's no time for any of that. We need to run our race. Run our race. Get our prize and get out of here. Time is Time as you know it is closing and is winding down. Time is time is running out quickly. And we as believers, we as Holy Ghost filled believers need to strip off every single thing that is a distraction and run our race so we can fulfill the calling so Jesus can come back. You are edifying yourself, charging yourself. In the New Living Translations, it says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue strengthens himself personally. <laughs> I'm telling you, without the Holy Ghost, you will not make it in these last days. Period. Period. Without the Holy Ghost, you will not make it in these last days. Just saying that right now. If you don't have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, you will not make it. You will not make it. You will not. Because the whole, only the Holy Ghost huh, has the power to separate you from this wicked and evil world. Because without the Holy Ghost, man, you'll be swept away. Because the wave of wickedness is getting greater and greater every single day. Wickedness, wickedness. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, man, you'll be swept away. But I believe I'm talking to a people that has been filled with the fire of God, that has been baptized in the Holy Ghost, and that has made up their mind that I'm not living the way this world wants me to live, but I'm living the way God wants me to live, and that is holy and pure. And I'm not allowing the world's wickedness to corrupt me. Number three, you're building up your most holy faith. Now, we all know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But when you pray in the spirit, you're stretching your faith out. You're stretching it, you're stretching it, you're stretching it. Why do you think preachers um, pray? And I'm, it's sad, man. It's sad. I don't, I don't want to be a minister. Man, these new wave ministers, man. They don't even pray before they enter the pulpit. They just give a nice message and then go home. No anointing, no power because they don't pray. 
But I'm talking about the people that, the old school people, the people that I know. Before they even touch a pulpit, they, they get into the, the presence of God and they pray. And they build up themselves. They build up their most holy faith. Because when you pray, you build up your most holy faith. Your faith is literally getting built up. And now you have faith for whatever God wants to do on that service. So I want to heal that person. Okay. Your faith has already been prepared and built up for that. But if you haven't been praying in the Holy Ghost, then your faith is not there. And then when faith is not there, nothing can take place. But when your faith is there and when your faith is built up and when you've been praying in the, in the Holy Ghost, then man, you'll be ready for anything that God wants you to do. Hey, call that person out. Hey, pray for that person. Hey, uh, grab that person out of that wheelchair and your faith will be already there. Because you've been praying and you've been building it up. Building it up. Jude one let Let's go there. Jude one twenty. it says... Be beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You need to build yourself up every single day. Never let a day go by. I would say, and I, I man, this is facts. Don't just pray in the Holy Ghost every day. Pray in the Holy Ghost throughout the day. Every day. Every single day. That's what Kenneth e. Hagin did. People said he hardly talked to anybody. Every time somebody would pick Kenneth e. Hagin up, he would just be, um, you know, mumbling in the, in, to himself in the Holy Ghost, quietly to himself, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, walk down the street, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's how we should live. Constantly praying in the spirit. That's what the Bible says. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. At all times, pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit at all times. And when you pray in the spirit, people can tell that the anointing is on your words because you'd be carrying the weight of heaven. Kenneth e. Hagin said, man, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost more than you, than you pray in English. Talk in the spirit more than you talk in, talk in English. Talk in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. And when you when you when you go to preach and when you preach the word, then the man heaven will be on. people can feel heaven. There's a difference between people that don't pray and people that do pray. People that don't pray. There's nothing that happens when they speak. The words fall to the ground and there's no anointing on their words. But you can feel a, a heavy difference on a person that does pray because they carry the weight of heaven on their words. And all they can say is, hallelujah, praise God. The whole atmosphere changes and you can feel something enter the room. And that's heaven because they've been spending time with the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. 
Praying in the Holy Ghost will have an, have an effect on you. Positively, of course. You'll be building yourself up. Number four. The Holy Spirit helps us pray. Because we don't know what to pray for. Our mind is limited, but the Holy Ghost is unlimited. He knows everything. So he helps us pray. I'm going to go to Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 26. Here's what the Bible says. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. That's stop right there. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. The Holy Spirit will pray out of you. I mean, The Holy Spirit will pray through you. And it doesn't come from your mind. It comes from your spirit. I mean, we don't know what to pray for. I'll tell you an example. Uh, this was like uh, two years, yeah, two years back, and I was praying in the Holy Spirit. It was it was at night, and I just went on my knees and started to pray before I went to sleep. And then all of a sudden, I felt this burden to pray. Uh, for someone that I know, a heavy burden. I didn't know what was going on. And I begin to pray in the spirit. When you don't understand something, pray in the pray in a tongue, pray in the language that you don't understand, which is the Holy Ghost. You don't understand what he's saying. It's none of my business unless he shows it to me. So I'm just gonna pray in the spirit. So I, I was praying in the spirit. Kondo rekiti ma rekito sono re ikapa. No rando so correba. No rakataha. Stomondo re. And I was just praying in the Holy Spirit. And then I texted him. I was like, hey man, hey man, I don't I don't know what you're going through, but I feel like something's something's going on. But God's gonna deliver you from it. And he's gonna restore everything that you've lost in Jesus' name. And then he, he texted me back like, man, I didn't even tell anybody. It was just me and my wife. I didn't tell anybody what was going on. I didn't tell anybody. So that's got to be the Lord. Hmm. The Holy Spirit knows everything. He knows every single thing. The Bible says he he intercedes for us. Holy Spirit's like, hey, listen, I got this. 
I know what to pray. You don't. I got this. I got this. Hallelujah. I got this. So let him take control. Push push everything, man. Push it out the way. You don't know you don't know anyways. Hey, listen, Holy Ghost, you got this? Pray, pray it out, out, pray it out. And when you start praying in the Holy Ghost, he'll help he'll and then verse twenty seven it says the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Did you did you catch that last part? In harmony with God's own will. When you pray in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God. When you pray in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God. Perfect. It's the only thing you can't mess up. You're praying in the Spirit, and you don't know what you're saying anyways, but you know what's in line with God's will, because that's what the Bible says. He pleads with us believers in harmony with God's own will. He's praying through us. Hallelujah. He's praying through us. The Holy Spirit. It's not a it. It's not a dove. It's a person. And if you spend time with him, he'll show you things about your future. Hallelujah. I'm a witness of it. Hallelujah. Now, if you haven't been baptized in the spirit, I'm a pray. That God will give us a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. I want you to lift your hands wherever you're at. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for everyone who's watching. Father, I thank you that you're not a dove. Your, your spirit's not a dove. Your spirit's not a it. Your spirit is a person. The Holy Ghost is a person. And I thank you that the same Holy Ghost that fell... At Pentecost, I pray that that same Holy Ghost would fill us afresh with the fire of God. Fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Fill us to overflowing. Fill us up, Lord. You said in your word, those who hunger and thirst shall be filled. And Father, I thank you that you're you're filling every person up now. With the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fill them up now with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Shondo reki. Ma sa. Rando so Fill them up now with the presence of God. Fill them up. Fill them up. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you'll speak to them. You'll speak to them about their future. You'll speak to them about what you've called them to do. You'll speak to them about things concerning their life. In Jesus' name, and I thank you for it. Amen. Amen. If you receive that prayer, say amen wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Uh, so this podcast, again, for 
major things to know about praying in the Holy Spirit. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'm happy. (laughs) If you didn't, I don't care. But I love you guys. Catch you guys later. Be blessed. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. Have you ever made a personal decision to live for Jesus Christ and ask him to come into your heart? I want to give that invitation for you right now. Jesus Christ died on a cross for you so you wouldn't have to go to a devil's hell, but you could be in heaven for the rest of eternity with him. If you want to make this personal decision, say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose for me. And I believe you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your power. Where I'm weak, make me strong. Sin's power is broken over my life. I'm God's child. And heaven is my home. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, that was the best decision you ever made in your entire life. I love you and have a blessed rest of your day.